Do you know you can talk to the person doing your self-storage feasibility report and ask them to focus on some other things that you might be interested in as well besides the normal stuff in a feasibility report? Well, at least I do. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy, which houses the on-demand self-storage boot camp that I do and offer people that will support you from going wherever you are now all the way to putting your first or your next self-storage facility into service in today's world. So it's an on-demand, take it at your own speed. It has forms that we use in our business, a workbook that goes with it, and it's designed so as you go through every step of the process of putting your next or your first self-storage facility into service, it'll support you all the way through it. Find out more about it at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com. But let's talk about three things you might want to ask your feasibility report provider to help you understand as you're looking at a project that may be beyond the normal scope or what's usually in a feasibility report. Now every feasibility report, a good feasibility report, has some of the basic information in it, like what is the current supply in your trade area? What is your trade area? What's the supply going to look like perhaps in three years from now? What is the population going to look like three years from now? What is the uh, square foot per capita right now in your trade area? What is your trade area? What is the square foot per capita going to look like perhaps three or five years from now in your trade area? You know, standard things that are in a feasibility report that really help you decide and your lender decide, and even sometimes your partners or investors decide if they want to do this project with you. Now, sometimes I've received feasibility reports that don't have those basic items in it, and usually that's the last time I engage that feasibility report person to work with me. If you want to know people that I've used, you can go to Creating Wealth Through Self Story com and hit the resource page but often I need some other information that will help me determine if this is a deal that we really want to do here's some examples what's the optimum mix of climate control to non-climate control on an expansion if we want to do it what are the current rates you would charge in lease up for that combination is there demand for boat and RV storage in that trade area? Who is my real competition out of the facilities in this trade area? Who do you think my real competition is and what are their strengths and weaknesses? These are just examples of some of the things that uh, providers in doing feasibility reports for us have also engaged in. Now, I'm not going to ask 10 or 20 things, but if I need to know this information to really decide what our risk reward will be in that on this particular opportunity, I've asked feasibility report providers to actually help us figure this information out, and they usually do and include it in the feasibility report.
Now this only works if you're getting a full feasibility report. So, you know, you can have desktops or abbreviated fill, uh, reports that will primarily focus on just supply demand for your trade area. This isn't gonna work on something like that. But on a full-blown feasibility report, very often we need more information to determine. And my experience is these providers will focus on that for you if they know what's of particular interest to you. You know, sometimes I've been surprised with the extra information that has come in from a feasibility report provider. We were looking at a one boat and RV uh, project in a, a southern, you know, southeastern city, and we had whatever contemplating 13, 15 acres, and we thought we knew what to lay out between canopy parking and enclosed parking. We engaged a feasibility report person and um, and asked ask them, you know, will you tell us how much of each type product you think we should offer? And when it came back, it said, well, I would, whatever you do, make sure that you provide some climate-controlled self-storage. Right now, climate-controlled self-storage is uh, at 5.6 square feet per capita with nothing on the horizon coming online in your trade area, and there's pent-up demand for that product. And we weren't even contemplating it when we were initially looking at the at the uh, project. So every now and then you'll be real surprised and that really helped the performa. Ultimately we didn't do that deal because of some wetland issues but we're f really looking hard at a project right in that area, immediate area. Do not be afraid to ask your provider to focus on a couple of things that are very important to you. Uh, also be sure, whatever you do, to always go over that report with your provider. Uh, don't just let them send it to you. I've learned some very interesting things that I wouldn't have necessarily flushed out of the report just reading it on my own. So go over the report with your provider. They're happy to do it. And I've discovered that, you know, if I disagree with something or question something in it, very few people are ever like defensive and have a position on their report. We were going over one report and the future population was different than the information we were getting from the city officials in that market. And I brought that up. The provider was happy to look at it. Uh, my experience is they really want to give you the best product they can and they don't have a dog in the fight, they don't have a position that they're trying to defend. If you've got information they don't have, they're happy to look at it. Ultimately, they didn't use it. They said they couldn't validate it anywhere. The only information they really could validate was what they had from the census information. And so we didn't ultimately it didn't change but sometimes the providers have changed the reports based on information that we've given them find one or two good feasibility report providers that you're comfortable with that you like their product and use them always 
respond to them quickly if they have questions or information. Sometimes I get questions from them asking me, they're doing a feasibility report for a competitor of mine and they'll call up and ask questions about how my particular project went and I always give them the information. Really support, develop a few good relationships, support them and use them over and over again. Ultimately, you're putting at risk millions of dollars in some cases on a project. So get the information you need from your feasibility report provider. Do that and you'll have a great career in this fantastic business of self-storage. Still the best industry there is in my opinion for the small investor. So thank you very much and I look forward to being with you next week.